Ladies and gents, this is the moment you're waiting for. Whoa! Searching in the dark, your sweat's walking through the floor. That's all I'm going to say, because I'm not going to do a whole singing piece again, because that didn't work the last time. But it's us, we're back. Good morning, Geekdom. It is, I was going to say it's Stace. I'm not Stace, I'm Barry, which means the person on the other side of this virtual sofa, which isn't really a virtual sofa, but actually a real sofa that we're both sitting on, is... It's me, Stacio. No, it's uh, Stacey. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just was feeling on a Mario vibe for a second there. Apologies to any um, digital plumbers listening. I was going to say apologies to Italian people, but like that was actually a genuinely good impression of Mario. So yeah. <laughs> if you've got any issues, take it up with Nintendo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they've got their own. I was going to say their own racist cross to burn, but that just sounds wrong. Just a bit. Hey, good morning. Good morning. To break the tension up. This week's episode of Stacey and Bray is brought to you by Diet Coke. Diet Coke. No sugar, no calories. Diet Coke. <laughs> this half of the conversation was brought to you by Lucasade Energy Pink Lemonade. It's for girls, because it's pink. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I always feel really stupid when I buy this because I'm like, it looks like I'm buying it because it's pink and I'm a lady. But it's legitimately just really nice. Pink lemonade is. <laughs> it's just real tasty. It's better than regular old orange shitty Lucasade, which tastes of like, you know, shite. Yeah. So, sponsor us, Lucasade. That was a good ad, that. Yeah, I thought so. I, 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 didn't, I thought that coat one wasn't too shabby either. No, it's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. I don't feel like Coke need to be advertising on any. But then again, every now and again, I keep getting fucking McDonald's advertisements on Instagram, and I'm like, who hasn't heard of McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> who is scrolling through Instagram going, God, I wish there was a place I could get like a bur- like a really thin, flappy, barely flavoured burger with some gherkins on it and like some real salty, floppy chips. But I just don't know where to go. I just don't know how to obtain these foods. Oh, woe is me. Holy shit. Look at Instagram. It's got exactly what I need. Like, nobody's... Come on now, Instagram. Get with the net, yeah. However, (gasps) before we get into the actual geek stuff, apologies, people. We will get to the geek stuff in approximately 15 seconds, he says, hopefully. KFC now delivers. Boom. Not to my fucking house. To my door. Absolutely. Boom. Cunt nugget. No, that's too much. <laughs> that's, that is too much. <laughs> I just, I thought nugget because chicken, uh, even though they don't do nuggets at KFC. Like, oh, do you know what? Do you want to hear a, a small story? We are not going to get to the geek stuff in 15 seconds. Okay. You know how there was like a whole KFC chicken shortage the other week? We, we were aware of this. No. It, Oh, God. Well, the other day, like, me and Rich have been craving a KFC for, like, literal weeks, but for various reasons have not got to go. Like, one of us was sick, or, like, our plans got cancelled, or whatever. Uh, Snow, that was another reason. Anyway, so we get to KFC a couple of weeks ago, Thursday night, and we walk in, and we get in the queue, and this dude comes up to us, and he goes, Hey, um... Just to let you know, we're having a bit of a problem with deliveries and that, so, like, the only thing we have, really, at the moment, is, like, popcorn chicken. And I was like, get to fuck. No. <laughs> I'm not queuing up in a big old queue to get a fucking bucket full of popcorn ch- Why are you coming at me with popcorn chicken? Are you mad? So we left. And then after that, there was literally like two weeks where no KFCs in the Midlands got chicken deliveries. And a load of them had to like close and they've lost loads of money. And I still haven't been. And the craving is real, guys. <laughs> I really want to KFC. Just to recap, 
Last week, KFC delivered to my door. Boom. I hate you. Bargain bucket for you, Miss Newdrick. Thank you, sir. Here's your, here's your tip. I hate your face. Sorry. I mean, I don't. I love your face. It's wonderful. But what what's about to happen is I'm about to move into your living room. Still, <laughs> just constantly order KFC to your house. I've now got visions of waking up in the middle of the night and so you saying, can you hear? I think someone's breaking in and coming downstairs and finding you. And you've just called for like a KFC delivery at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm just like hunched over a bucket of chicken going, my precious. Which I have to say, should you do that and I come downstairs, that would be the most boss thing ever, so long as it's spiritual. <laughs> I would say a word. Even if you'd broken my window to get in, I'd be like, just pass me a leg. <laughs> I'm glad we have this understanding. Yes. And I feel like they're like, see, this is why. What you need to do is you need to somehow convince, I don't know, do we need to write to Colonel Sanders? Get them to deliver KFCs in Birmingham so that during our live show, we can just get chicken everywhere. <sighs> chicken every hour. Just chicken it, just chicken all the time, non-stop chicken, constant chicken times. I think the people listening to the show would get real sick of us chowing down on chicken and constantly licking our fingers, yeah. but, but I'd enjoy myself. On that note, shall we actually do some geek stuff? Uh, um, yes, why don't we? Hit it with your trumpets. Uh, well, what segment are we doing? I don't know. I was too excited <laughs> oh. about trumpets. Um, let's, do, let's do musical musings first. Let's do that. I've decided. I've made the executive decision. Barry, we're doing well, it. Well, you are, you, are, you are the top dog, so... Yeah. Uh, I don't... Uh, well... All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> you take your time to think about who's in charge. All of, all of two seconds. <laughs> and then just completely lose all of my trumpeting prowess. <laughs> Holy crap. One day I'm going to learn to play a song on my Ocarina of Time and play that as an opening tune instead. Cool. But for now, maybe I'll just do, I don't know, like a trumpet on a Zelda theme. That was quite evocative. It was beautiful, I thought. Yeah, it was haunting. That's what what the clever people would say about stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh dearie me uh, Speaking of haunting yes. I don't know I can't do a segue uh, <laughs> what, what music have you been wow, wow You really can't do a segue That was awful <laughs> I told you Hey speaking of haunting Something else <laughs> <laughs> I tried though Dave. Speaking of haunting Science Look right okay. I've got You've got, you got to take pity on me this episode, Barry, because I've got plantar fasciitis, right, which is bad. Yes. And that's giving me ankle pain. And it's also giving me my other knee pain. And I also have period pain in the front and the back and my head. And, and my hay fever's kicked in. So I've just gone mad today. Mad, I tell ya. So, musical music. I'll just pretend that the last, my last comment didn't happen. Yes, okay, so... Uh, this week's music amusing, musings, I'm going back into time a little bit. Not that far back into time. Uh, I am going back as far as 2008. 2008? Wow. That's 10 years ago, bro. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realise this This was 2008, 2009. But rather than uh, picking a film, I'm going into the into TV land. And uh, this show was, was aired in 2008. And it was actually a kind of... Well, it was. It was a, a spin-off from a popular uh, film series. The, the film, ser- 
film series. Yeah, the film series was a was a Terminator franchise. Ooh. The uh, TV series was the uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Did you ever watch it? I did not because because no no hear me out. Okay. I'm shit at time travel. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> so I just didn't try because the t- I find the Terminator timeline too confusing to follow as it is. I didn't need any extra confusion. I I can't argue that point. <laughs> I, I will say, however, I actually thought. I mean, it, it, it did get cancelled. But I thought it was a fantastic show um, and, and got cancelled before its time. That's just me. But the person who played... Do you know who played Sarah Connor? Oh, no, I do, but I've blanked. Lena Headley. There you go. Yeah. He couldn't have got a better casting because she was... I mean, obviously she wanted to do Game of Thrones, but she was proper badass in this. And Summer, Summer Glau, another genre fave, she was in there as a, um, another Terminator. Oh. Yeah, and she was in that kind of a little bit like in. Oh no, you've not. Have you seen any of the Terminator films? Yeah, I've oh, seen. Yeah, okay. I've seen all of them but Genesis. Oh, okay. So she's kind of almost in that Arnie role from Terminator Two. Okay. Where she's kind of like in that sort of protector role, and you had a, a young John Connor in it as well. Yeah, it was it was a really really good show. But the music was done by Bear McCreary. Yeah. Yeah, you know it. Bear never lets the side down. And uh, the I've been listening to it. It's been on. Um, it's on. I've got Amazon Prime, so I get Amazon Music. And I stumbled across the the album on there. But you know, if you're if you're clever, you can find some of it on um, YouTube. Uh, and the fee, the song I want to pick is called Sarah Connor's Theme, which is a, it's track three, and it's just so we used the term haunting earlier several times, in fact. <laughs> I would actually describe this track as haunting. It's it's also proper epic, and it's got a kind of if you know the Terminator theme, it's it's got elements of that really lightly sprinkled across. Ooh! So it's like a really nice sponge with nice sprinkles of sugar along the top. The sugar being the Terminator theme. See what did it? <laughs> I am um, a couple of years ago. I went to an overnight uh, movie marathon of Arnie movies at the Prince Charles Cinema. <laughs> And it ended with Terminators 1 and 2. And then for the entire train journey home, all I could think was, dun, 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 dun. Dun, And also, like, pretty much everybody that went sort of got some kind of Arnie Tourette's because as we all left, we were all just shouting things in Arnold Schwarzenegger voices. <laughs> yeah, as you do. I kept shouting, put that cookie down, which is one of my favourite ones from uh, Kindergarten Cop, which we didn't even watch. But I just love the idea of him bellowing at children to put cookies down. It's funny. Like, get to the chopper. <laughs> I do like get to the chopper, but put that cookie down is so good. <laughs> 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 My impression of it isn't good. I'm trying to decide if that point. was. Uh, it sounds a bit like Arnie, kind of, within it sort of slid into the Cookie Monster a little bit. From <laughs> <laughs> Which is I mean, quite apt, really. Yeah, I do love cookies. I'm going to have to check that song out because um, I love me, I love me some Bear McCreary. Anyway, he's a bit good in it. Yeah, the whole album is uh, fantastic. You'd love it. The whole album is fantastic, but that that track, I just think, is is, is so good. Good times. Yeah. Well. I uh, also went on a bit of a telly theme this time. I have recently discovered a chap named Kyle Landry. I don't know if you are aware of this man. I am not um, aware. 
oh, okay, you you might enjoy this. It depends on your uh, tolerance for piano, because <laughs> I know a lot of I know a lot of people who, for some reason, just can't take a solo piano, which I find really strange because I think they're beautiful. But anyway, um, so he's a pianist and he basically does a lot of his own arrangements of TV and movie and video game themes and okay. such. And um, I was fannying about on YouTube recently, just watching, you know, when you have one of those days where you can't pay attention to anything, so you put on stupid, like, top 10 TV characters, what are alcoholics and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do that uh, a lot. That, that was specific. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've even ever seen that, but, you know, get on it, internet. But I'd been watching one that was a Rick and Morty one, and then I'd sort of wandered away from YouTube for a bit, and when I'd come back, it was like queuing up this uh, Kyle Landry performance on the piano of uh, a song by, shit, what are they called? Blonde Redhead, which is called For the Damaged Coda, which is the song that they use as Evil Morty's theme in Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. And this, like, I like that song anyway, because I, I really do like um, Blonde Redhead, anywho. But I don't know what it is about him having put it on a piano, but it instantly becomes, like, the, <laughs> the creepiest and also kind of most melancholic thing I've ever heard. Um, and it's just straight up amazing. In fact, it is so, at one point, it, it gets so, like, involved and complicated that I was fairly adamant that he'd sped up the video because I didn't think human hands could move that fast. Right. <laughs> but I did get a friend of mine who is both a pianist and a YouTuber uh, to watch it, and he was like, no, look at the trees in the garden. They're still not moving that much. And I was like, oh, ball bags. <laughs> like, those are his actual hands. <laughs> it's insane. But it is a really... Oh, I hesitate to say it. Haunting piece of music. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. I... Think, I think it's available on Apple Music and that, she says. Shifty eyes in. Pretty sure that's where I got it from, because I am i don't know how to download things illegally. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot at the internet, so I just buy everything. <laughs> like a sap or a sensible person. Um, so yeah, I would definitely recommend. And he's done like, he's got like a whole like Legend of Zelda medley and Skyrim medley and like a Game of Thrones palaver. Like it's real good. Oh, okay. So I'd recommend... Check it out, Kyle Landry. Kyle Landry, okay. There you go. Should do Good times. Nice. Yeah. Segway. Uh, th- th- wh- hey, what about th- what's been good this fortnight? Uh, <laughs> 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 Why are you doing this to me? So, I was, just, I, was, I was trying to help by sort of going, you know, it's time you can't, for, Okay, sorry. You can't just say segway. <laughs> And expect me to Sorry. come up with one on the fly. Why don't you do it? It's pick of the fortnight. Oh dear. All right then. Uh, uh, I had to pull a Zelda theme out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've committed to this now, but I've forgotten them all. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lesson in here somewhere. Yeah, probably. Sorry, I thought I had a sneeze brewing, but oh, it didn't. Okay. <laughs> wow, there's some dramatic tension going on there. Oh, lordy. I'm real sorry, listeners. <clears throat> um, yes, I my pick of the fortnight is Annihilation, which was on Netflix. Uh, have oh, you plonked what? your eyes upon this yet? Weirdly, I watched the trailer for it, because we started watching um, Jessica Jones, and that popped up oh. on this. And we watched the trailer for it, Sue and I, and we were both like, ooh. See, I was I was quite so because there's a shot of them walking into this 
foresty thing and it looked like Ghostbusters from, from the back when they were walking in. I thought, we need to check this out. So I haven't watched the film yet, but I like the look of it. Okay, I won't. I won't spoil anything then. But what I will say... How much do you know about... Because I haven't seen the trailer. I just watched the film. I, I know Natalie Portman is some sort of botanist or something like that. I don't know. And her husband goes into this sort of area which has been cornered off by the military or whatever because it looks like strange shit's going on. And um, he disappears. And then basically she goes in with some other, like, crap women. I, I mean crack women, not crap women. Yeah, like um, a crack team of science yeah, ladies. That's it, yeah, <laughs> that, that's probably better than what I said by far. Um, well, at first I thought you said crack women. <laughs> I, I know, yeah, exactly. I, I realised the I realised how that could have been mis- misconstrued, so I thought I better make myself clear. But I could have said just yeah, uh, top team of women scientists go in yeah. um, to find out what's going on and solve the mystery. Is that about right? That is about right. So the reason that I liked this a lot for a start because I don't want to give away too much about the plot. The visuals are amazing. So, like, I'm not going to say what causes the cordoned-off area of drama, because that would be a real whack and great spoiler. But within this sort of... It almost looks like a bubble of of scary times. That's what I call it, a bubble of scary times. Inside there, there's some, like, really beautiful visuals of how things have, like, mutated since this event happened that caused all the drama and it's some of the see it's hard to talk about without spoiling but some of the visuals are like you ever see something that's like both absolutely stunningly beautiful and a hundred percent shit your pants terrifying at the same time yeah um i was yeah i haven't got any like examples in the back of my head except for things from this movie which i don't want to say a bargain bucket What would be terrifying about a bargain bucket? Uh, one that's like they haven't put any chicken legs in. Oh no, yeah, that would be pretty bad. Yeah, so it's just full of like beautiful, terrifying things. It's like visually, I am so cross that it's not getting a cinema release over here because I want to see that shit on the big screen. Like that, a lot of that film is like screaming out for IMAX. It's beautiful. Right. Um, so it's a bit annoying that we're not going to get it at the cinema, but at least you know I have got to look at it, which is good. <laughs> The other thing that really stood out to me about this film is that the uh, crack team of science women, as I'm now going to call them forever because that's a brilliant name, <laughs> they're all really different characters. And it's it's possibly the first time outside of superhero movies that I've got to see women be amazing. Oh no, maybe maybe Ghostbusters 2016 as well. Like, So it's women who are like being smart and doing science and stuff, but they're also like not perfect if that makes sense yeah and they're different as i was i did uh, a special episode of the parlor recently about the women of wakanda for international women's day Mm -hmm. and one of the things i mentioned in that episode that i think applies to this as well is that there are a lot of examples of where people write like quote unquote like strong female characters but what they actually end up with is like the same woman several times because they don't understand that to be strong doesn't necessarily mean you have to be you know kick ass kick ass and slightly sassy yeah and do you know what i mean like there's there's levels of being a badass woman without being like a one note thing my example for that is always like stephen moffat's lady characters in doctor who because like if you take like sally sparrow and river song and amy pond and clara and jumble up their dialogue i don't think it would matter 
<laughs> at all because I think they're all the same woman with different actresses. Whereas this film, there's like there's very clear and distinct um, personalities and motivations and uh, fears and expertise, and it's just really great to see women doing important things. <laughs> this sounds stupid to say, but it, it's it's great to see them doing important things outside of the fantasy realm, if that makes any sort of sense. Because whilst this is completely wildly fiction, like science fiction, bonkers times, it's also sort of technically set in this reality, if that makes sense. Like these are women that exist in this world now and yeah. could go on a mission like that if an event like this happened, kind of thing. Um, it's not like. Wonder Woman, where they're all from like a mystical isle of beautiful Amazonian women. So it's just really nice to see women be brilliant. Natalie Portman is amazing in it. Tessa Thompson is brilliant, but she's a little bit underused, I think. But yeah, and not to spoil anything, but the last sort of like 20 to 30 minutes of this movie are just mind bogglingly good. <laughs> like, yeah, just amazing. Um, I'm not going to say any more because I will start spoiling things. So just go and watch it. Okay. It's good, yeah. Hopefully we may watch it over the weekend. Yeah. Oh, let me know how you feel about it. Sure. I liked it a lot. I'm doing a little dance. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I'm not doing the pick of the foot, no, am I? No. Well, you do, I mean, you can, but you don't have to. But we have been talking for 24 minutes. Exactly. So, what's next? It's uh, it's Barry's Saturday morning comics. I did a Zelda oh, again. Really doubling down the horn, aren't we? I know. Yeah. I d- now that I think about it, a lot of the tunes from Zelda pretty much feel like you're about to get moided. <laughs> <laughs> Even the nice one where you're like calling a horse, it's still a little bit like, what if the horse doesn't come there? <laughs> anyway. Anywho, my uh, Saturday morning comic is. Wired Up Wrong by Rachel Smith. Have you heard of it? Oh, I've got it, but I haven't read it because I'm a nightmare. <laughs> you should. I mean, I only talk about it briefly. I mean, because you've got it and you should read it. It should be the next one you read. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll read the blurb. Um, it's a collection of diary comics uh, about... Um, Rachel. So people who don't know, I was going to say because I know Rachel, but... So Rachel Smith is a comic creator, and this is a collection of, uh, like a slice of life, I suppose would be the genre almost, um, a collection of diary comics about her life. And the blurb is, Rachel is confused about the way her brain works. In an effort to understand it, she invents a cartoon dog who follows her around and two tiny game show hosts live inside her. Actually, I'm not going to read that because that <laughs> doesn't do it justice whatsoever. It's, it's kind of semi... It's autobiographical, that's what she would, I'm sure that's how she would say, but it, it basically is dealing with her struggles with depression um, and, and sort of anxiety and stuff like that. And it, it's done, she, she does it in a light-hearted manner, but it's it's a really, really, it's one of the most powerful comics I've, I've read in a long time. Um, did you ever read, um, I'm sure you did, because we had on 24 hours, did you read Worry Walk? Yes, by uh, Danny Abrams. Yeah, it's yeah. basically, I would put them two on the same shelf of brilliance. Ooh, okay, that's a high bar. Yeah, and, and it's, it's really well-deserved. I think, you know, depression is something that I, I don't like to say that I suffer from it because it's, I, I, you know, I've never been to, I've never been diagnosed necessarily, but, you know, after mum passed away, I was an antidepressant for a while and then, you know, after my brother passed away, I struggled again after dad passed away. 
and it's something that I've always, I think, struggled with. And, and once I started doing podcasts and meeting more creative people, what I began to realise was so many people that I knew in my sort of orbit deal with these same problems. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which, in one respect, is, is quite a nice thing, and I think it's one of the things that. Rachel kind of touches on this whole thing of like you're not alone other people are kind of dealing with this and actually a lot of them are people that you know and this is the deluxe version so she actually brought out Wired Up Wrong sort of before and it was only four pages but this is this is she did a kickstarter for it and yep. um, added another 100 pages to it oh I don't have that one. <laughs> oh, okay um, <laughs> you should read the full, read the one you've got and then go and get the deluxe one okay because you'll want to get it and yeah, it's just brilliant. It's just it's just so good. Really heartfelt. She's really brave to do this, I think. I think it will help a lot of people. You know, she doesn't necessarily, you know, this isn't a how-to guide to how to get over depression. You know, it, it, again, it's like the Danny Abrams worry wall. It's kind of one person's journey and how they've sort of dealt with it and, and some of the, the pitfalls and what they've had to deal with and stuff. And she uses... Um, these two dogs to sort of um, simulate her depression and one's this really massive fluffy one and one's this kind of really mean nasty one and they're, they're both equally harmful to her but in, in different ways but also the best thing about this is that she her cat is called Rufus and he has a he has a he has a neck scarf <laughs> best reason to buy the comic <laughs> he's got the neck scarf it's awesome um, I'm going to try and put a neck scarf on Steve the cat, but I don't know if he'll go for it. I was just going to say, how, how well is that going to go? How many scratches should we expect to see on your face? It will be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it is really, really, really powerful comic. I cannot recommend it enough. And, and it's fun. It's, it's, a, it's say it's fun. It's She's able to deal with the topic of depression and get her point across. And you still come away feeling very hopeful by the end of it. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Excellent. Go by. I should definitely, definitely give that a whirl. That about brings us to the end of uh, episode whatever number this was, because I didn't check up Stacey and Barry in the morning. <laughs> it's either 16 or 17. <laughs> right it's in the certainly list, no. a number. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to write in and let us know, you can do us a tweet at Stace and Barry. You can email us at staceandbarry at gmail.com. Um, you can leave reviews on iTunes under the Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour thing. I like how, because I release everything under this umbrella, it means that all the reviews come to me. <laughs> Anywho. And don't forget to check out the live show, which is uh, it's closer than I'm happy to admit. <laughs> Currently. Barry, are you excited? Are you excited? I am, and I would I would like to go on record and say to, before we've even done this, for people that listen, tune in to us, I would like to say um, Stace has been phenomenal and she has done all the work pulling all of this together. So when you're listening, don't sit there thinking, God, Stace and Barry have done a great job putting this together. No, I've done Sweet <laughs> FA. Stace has done everything. So, That's not true. It, it has been true. a sounding board for yeah. me going, Barry, it's all going monumentally yeah. wrong. What I mean, <laughs> obviously, on the day, I'm going to be bringing my A game, but I'm just saying, yeah. you know, that a lot, all of the preparation has been yourself with backup from Ant doing the, uh, some of the technical stuff. It's good, anyhow. It's good, so, blessing. Yeah, I am, so, yeah. I'm, looking, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Although, if you haven't sorted out the KFC drought up there, you might not be seeing me. 
<laughs> I was just going to say, like, have you booked your train yet? Because I'm kind of hoping you say yes, because then you can't drop out on me because of the chicken drought. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> well, maybe you can listen to me and Barry on Saturday the 28th of April on mixler.com forward slash SPCP dash live. We'll be going live from uh, nine o'clock in the morning UK time on that day. Um, I've got lots of guests lined up uh, and I've promptly forgotten all of them because I'm on the spot and my notebook is downstairs. Townsend Coleman, he's one. I'm excited to talk to him. He did the voice of Michelangelo in the Turtles and, and, and the Tick. In the tick. <laughs> oh, I know. That is awesome. That is totally awesome. I'm going to be an absolute mm. fan talking to him. Yeah, exactly. I'll probably just keep like crying and going, Spoon. <laughs> 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 like, the entire it's time. It's going to be an insightful interview, that is, isn't it? It's going to be It's going to be great. That's why you're there, Barry. <laughs> right. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. We've also got, who have we got? We've got Christian and Laura Wild Goose. They're going to be good. They're going to be real good. Got Joe Flipping Kelly. Don't mind if I do. Don't mind if I do. I feel like I'm leaving out loads of people who I love and who are awesome, but my brain's gone, so I really need to stop talking. We can maybe, maybe we'll have a proper rundown next episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll prepare it next time, yeah. like, you know, like not idiots. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can also keep an eye on my Stacey's Parlour Twitter account uh, where I've been making announcements and stuff. So, yeah. And you can donate to the Parlour at uh, uh, what's the thing? Justgiving.com forward slash SPCP Live 3. And we'll be raising money for the British Heart Foundation. So, do all of those things and have yourself a merry little Saturday. Sorry, is that my bit to say goodbye? Well, I mean, you don't have to, but yeah. it's kind of rude not to. Well, you were kind of doing something. I was just like, I was enjoying listening to you, and then suddenly it paused. I was like, oh, I'm supposed to say something, can <laughs> And then I just stopped. You just stopped. Something. So, I was, yeah, enjoy your Saturday, peeps, and uh, we will see you soon without chicken. Or maybe with chicken, who knows? Is chicken a breakfast food? <laughs> Chicken's at every moment food. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like that's a good place to end an episode. I do. With a chicken-related comment. Yeah. Scamp. Scamp. All right, you scoundrel. Thanks. You were good at scoundrel. Scoundrel. I like the sound of that. Yes! Han Solo line. Boom! (laughs) Oh, well done. (laughs) Well done. Feel free to include that as as an extra scene on. on... (laughs) Are you still recording? I want to know. Yeah, I am. (laughs) (sighs) Yes. Right, I'm off. (laughs) Bye. See ya.